Let us begin our life. Let us begin our life as we uh, begin our day. We're beginning our life. Uh, that is the blessing that we have, Baruch Hashem, to to be alive. And Modeani Lefanecha, we we begin our day. We begin our life by saying thank you that we're here. Uh, every day above ground is a happy day. Every day that we have an opportunity, thank you very much. Every day that we have an opportunity to to be alive is a blessing because one day uh, each and every one of us will not be alive, and uh, this is the opportunity that we all have. Uh, this is the time in our life. That we have, thank you very much. This is the time that we have in our life to to make the the best of our life, and especially uh, as a person is young, as you guys are young, we're all young. But that this these are the days, these are the days where you're truly building um, your foundation and you're building your future. And many times, as we usually end off this year. People get worried about their future, and they're worried about, so how am I going to be mechanach my children? What am I, I going to tell my children? What schools, what schools am I going to send my children to? Right? We think those thoughts before someone's even married. Right? So you have at least a good 10 years, at least a good 10 years you know, before that, and a person has, or eight years, seven years, whatever it is before that, and a person has an opportunity in his life to create and to begin to create and to learn how to create the life that you want. Now, of course, even after a person's married and after a person has children, and even after a person has um, whatever it is he's doing in his life, the, the foundation and the, the fundamentals that a person can teach himself and can... Um, think about and remind himself and try as best as he can to, to learn um, are, are, are extremely, extremely important. And, and I think the most important thing is to remember that it's a daily, it's a daily routine. It's a, it's a consistent routine. It's not something like, okay, I'm going to become a positive person. You might never be a positive person. You might never, ever be a positive person. You might never naturally be a certain type of way. But when a person um, learns how to, how to deal with his negativity, and a person learns how to, um, to change his perspective, that is the key. It's not, it's not learning to be different. It's learning to how to deal with whatever it is that a person has to deal and to try as best as one can to, um, to focus more on himself and focus more on positivity and focus more on the gifts that a person has. As we know that gratitude uh, makes people happy. Happy people are not grateful, but grateful people are happy. Right? Which means that, that that's a tool that a person will always have. It doesn't mean, oh, I'm a happy person or I'm going to become a happy person. Mm -hmm. You could create your happiness. You can learn to create your happiness. You can learn to create your, the things that you want in life. One of the greatest uh, Yetzirahs is that a person is, is pushed to say you're stuck. This is who you are. Negativity. Speak about other people. Spend your time and your mind, your energy your thoughts, whatever it is, in everyone else's world. And that's a very natural thing that a person has. Right? Akina Motsina Sadam and Olam. What does that mean? Jealousy is all what other people, other people. I can have everything in the world. I suddenly look at this guy and it doesn't matter what I have. So I'm outside. My my brain and my eyes are thinking about, oh, oh, that person. Right? Taiva is the same thing. I'm looking all over to fill a void that I have inside of me. How many people, and especially our generation where there's so much outside, do people, and people have a lot of voids. People have voids, internal voids. 
where they feel they didn't get the love that they needed, they didn't get the attention that they needed, they didn't get whatever it is that they didn't get, and there's, there's empty. And where are they looking to fill their void? They're looking in places where they'll never be able to fill it. That's taiva. And then covet, honor, right? Of course, it's also, it's how other people are going to respect me. If other people respect me, I'm good. If other people don't respect me, I'm not good. Now, of course, it's natural for a person to want respect. It's natural for a person to want to have taiva, to fulfill desires. It's natural for a person to sometimes be jealous. But when a person learns, when we learn, and I think that's the lesson over here. I think when we learn how to focus on ourselves, that's why I love learning the Hilchus Lashon Hara. That's why it's so, so important not to speak about other people. Forget about the, the neshama, what it does to a person's neshama. Forget about how it destroys a person's ruchnias. I'm not talking about the next world. I'm talking about in this world, if a person's focus is on everybody else, and he's thinking about everybody else, and it's natural, it's normal, especially when you're a teenager, especially when you're trying to have friends. But when a person is able to really, really focus on himself and who I am, what are my strengths? What are my weaknesses? What do I got to do? The irony is, people end up loving you even more that way anyway. You end up having you know, uh, more friends and people loving you and getting the love you need anyway. But when a person is chasing, a person's chasing certain things, then it's very, very difficult. So, so one of the things that we want to remind ourselves as we begin our life, which is today. Today is my life. Today I'm living my life. Today is your life. You are beginning your life right now. What else, what else are you doing right now? It's not, you're not in the middle. You're beginning your journey. You're beginning your journey right now. So, so the, the, one of the things that it's good for us to remind ourselves is, is positivity, um, not looking at other people, learning how to be. We spoke the other day, Yona, this is important. I know i got to get it for you. The affirmations. I was just listening to my affirmations this morning. I'll be honest with you. I was listening to a new affirmations that I found on Spotify this morning that I was listening to. And those affirmations, I, I literally like was going to cry how, how, how it hit me very deeply. And I was like, this is great. i got to do more of this. I, only listen, I listened to about 20 minutes, 20, probably 20 minutes to a half hour of affirmations in the morning when I start off my day because I want to flood myself I want to flood myself and, and bring myself, as I wake up in the morning, I want to really be, be in tune with myself, and I want to give myself like, it's like eating a good breakfast. Right? When you don't get, have a good breakfast, so you're a little bit weaker. You have a good breakfast, you get up a little earlier, you take a good shower, you have a good davening, you feel good, you start off your morning, you're ready to, you're ready to now but if my thoughts are negative thoughts, if my thoughts are sick thoughts, if my internal is, is not working positively and loving and all that, then it doesn't matter the breakfast I eat. It doesn't matter all the physical things that I'm going to do. My inside, it's like, it's like going to work, but you're home, you just fought, right? And this will happen, right? Getting the kids out in the morning, right? You know, you're, you're getting your kids out in the morning, having a rushed morning with your wife, and kids, you could come into work with your with your suit, and you could come in all this. Okay, let's make a, a big deal, or you come to learning wherever you're going in your day, and you're all ready. But at home, there's fighting. At home, there's strife. In inside, internally, there's negativity, there's sadness, whatever it is. That's 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 painful. That's very 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 painful. So it's the same thing on a micro level. You could be doing this, you could be doing that, you could be dressing like this, you got yourself a new suit, you got yourself a new sweatshirt, you got yourself a new haircut, you got yourself a new whatever it is, but inside, there's a war going on. Inside, there's a battle going on. Inside, there's negativity, there's whatever it is. And that's really also a metaphor. That's also a metaphor. If I see you like what we just said, we were saying that, I think so. Uh, you know, the metaphor is to the enemy, the enemy outside. That's the metaphor. The Jewish people, when we're fighting within each other, so it doesn't matter if we're winning the war on the outside. So, so too on a personal level. When you yourself are fighting with yourself, 
When you yourself don't have harmony and connection within yourself and love within yourself and acceptance within yourself and positivity within yourself, if you ever find yourself, this is a very, very important yesod, a very, very important fundamental principle. If you find yourself fighting with someone or a concept, if you find yourself with strife with another person in your life, whether it's a person who did something to you many years ago, or whether it's someone who's living in your world now, that there is strife. What that means is, it means there's internal conflict. If there's external conflict, it means there's internal conflict. It means it's something between you and yourself. It's not you and the other person. And it's very hard for us to hear that. The reason it's hard for us to hear that because we, we say, what do you mean it's my mother? What do you mean it's my father? What do you mean it's my roommate? What do you mean it's my boss? What do you mean it's my brother, my cousin, whoever it might be? What do you mean it's that? The answer is, it's within oneself. It's within oneself to understand the messages that you're giving yourself, the relationship that you're building within yourself. Because the relationship within yourself and the relationship which we could talk about a little bit more, the understanding oneself, the listening to oneself, the empathy of oneself, the, the knowing my thoughts. My thoughts are the most important thoughts. If my thoughts are positive thoughts of, of you know, it's all good, it's okay, let me listen more, I gotta, I gotta, you know, I gotta uh, take care of myself more, whatever they might be, whatever affirmations you're going to do, what it does is, is that it brings peace in the home. Like I was saying, if you come, if you come to, to work when, when, when you get older and there's strife in your home, that's, 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 and there's fighting in your house, when there's no shalom bias, when there's no harmony in your home with your children, and imagine your children, right? What happens when you get on the bus to go to school? What happens when you get to school? What happens there? You're going to get everyone, your teacher is going to come give you a hug and say, oh, I love you, you're so wonderful. And all your classmates are going to say, oh, they're going to give you a hug. And so, no, it's a tough world out there. It's tough to be, you know, the kid next to you, you know, you know needs to take out his anger on you. The teacher might want to take out his or her anger on you also. But if your home is loving and your home is powerful and your home is... Is, is filled with that light, it gives a person more strength. Now, of course, just to get parenthetically, it doesn't mean that a person can't, that, that he can live on that alone. A person could have a, a beautiful home and then he goes to school and he's beaten down. That will very, very much affect the person. Very, very, very much. But the roots are strong. The roots are strong. Um, yes, Yona, please. If you have, if you have, if you have like a rooted home, then let's say it's not about if you're offered something, you shouldn't take like drugs or maybe alcohol. It's when, if you have your roots quite strong in terms of like maybe a dialogue with your parents that you that, that you know is more important, or you peace with yourself, it means that there's something more than just that momentary satisfaction of like you doing that and can you like sacrifice what you've got deeper down. So I've often found that. If I'm at Understanding you right, I, I, I uh, you, you triggered me in a good way to think of what you're saying. I, I think maybe we could expound on it a little bit. I think what Yona is saying is very powerful, and that is that 
Um, at least what, I, what I'm taking out of it a little bit is that if you have that relationship with uh, your roommate or your parents or your friend where you can, you can work together with that person or those people and you have a different coping mechanism that is healthier, that gives you sort of an anchor for whatever you're going through, so then that can help you in your, in your uh, challenging times. As opposed to if a person doesn't have that anchor and doesn't have that relationship, so then he's left to um, do things that are destructive during that time. Is that what you're, is that, is that what you're saying? I, I think... What? This is more, there's something more important, more like a mechanism that you've got. Right. There's something more important to deal with the situation as opposed to dealing with it in a destructive way, not dealing with it. Ultimately not dealing with it. Yeah, 100%. 100%. And, and, I, and I just want to add to that, um, Yona, what, what Yona's saying is he's saying, you know, you have uh, your wife, you have your, you know, your spouse, you have your, maybe your parent, you have a close friend, you have a, a, a Rebbe, a therapist, uh, whoever it might be in your life, where you can, where you can sort of um, deal with whatever you're dealing with. So Yona, I, I think that the ultimate goal the ultimate goal, and this is for all of us, is of course we need other people. You, you always need other people. But there's the, I think this is the key. There's you and yourself. There's you and yourself and your self-talk. And your thinking. You know, you want to be your best friend. You want to be your best friend. You want to be your biggest advocate. You want to be someone who is, who is, who is really there for yourself. You know, a lot of times we fight ourselves, we fight reality, we fight our, who we are, as opposed to it's, it's one and the same. It's like, it's like, it's like when, we, when we can't live in harmony with ourselves, when we can't live in harmony with, with, you know, with our situation. So we're, like I always say, it's never the problem that's the problem. The problem is never the problem. It's always the fact that I have this problem, I don't want to have this problem. I want to have another problem. I don't want to have the life that I live. I want to have someone else's life. So when you do that, that's no different than, than you telling your child, don't be you, be your brother. Don't be you, be your sister. Don't be you, be the, it's no different than the teacher in the class saying, you know, copy that person, be like that person. No, I want to be me. But what happens is when, we, when we're around people and we surround ourselves with people and um, people who we respect and people who we have a relationship with and the person telling you, no, be you with your struggles, with your problem. Right? As I said, when a person fights reality, when a person resists what is, he only loses 100% of the time. You're going to lose every time. Right? A person can, right? That's that quote. If I told my child, thank you, was that you, Rafi, you put the sticker? No, thank you. Right? If I told my child a thousand times and he still doesn't get it, it is not the child who is the slow learner. If I tell myself something a thousand times and I just don't get it, so I'm missing something. If a person's chasing his tail that he's in a rut if you are in a rut and you're in something that you can't deal with and it's consistent 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 so you want to question that what is going on why right a guy goes oh i can't seem to you know uh you know stop x y and z the, the questions on on you what why why do you expect the same right what, what, what do they say one of the definitions of insanity, of insanity. They say one of the definitions of insanity is doing the same thing over and over and expecting different results. You're doing the same thing over and over and I'm expecting different results. If you want different results, you need to do things differently. People say, oh, why do I have a, such a bad marriage? Oh, why do I have such a bad relationship with this person? 
Why do I have such a bad thing with my job? Why do I keep it? Because if you keep on doing the same thing, you're going to get the same results. Why would anything change? If you change nothing, nothing will change. If my thinking and your thinking is usually the problem. Usually your thinking about the situation is the problem. And I'm not willing to look at it differently. Beautiful. Thank you, Yona. Rav Hillel, yes. Rosh Hashiva elaborated a little bit on this principle that if you have a conflict with someone else that it's within you. Are yes. exceptions to that? Like what if the principle <laughs> is really being abused by someone else? Or yeah, of course. Or, or <laughs> of course. That, that's one question. Like why is it really me and not me? Right, what, what's the shot? Okay, I'm just going to first make a shackle because I keep on thinking about the coffee and I don't want to be thinking about the coffee. I want to be, uh, I want to be more present. So yes, of course there are exceptions to the rule and that if someone's in a situation where someone's hurting them, then 100%. We're not, we're not talking about that. And there are people who are problematic. You know, even in a case like that, just practically, I would say, now again, we're not talking about a child where they can't get away from the parents or they can't get away from the situation, but an adult, a lot of times it's like, so why do you keep on going back to the abuse? There's something called uh, codependent, right? Like uh, one of the things they say is the, the, uh, the spouse of an alcoholic, right, or the spouse of an abuser, right, is half the problem. Why are you... Why are you why are you going? And we're not judging. An enabler. Thank you. Right? You're enabling. Right? Not, not, it's not. Yes, it's enabling, but it's also. It's also. Some people, unfortunately, go. Some people, unfortunately, or I don't want to say the word unfortunately. Some people, when you're abused, so you only know abuse. So it's almost like like you don't know how to live without abuse. Uh, so, th- so that's on a practical level. It could be that a person goes for the beating. A person goes for, right? Oh, every time I speak to that person, they're rude to me. So why do you speak to the person? What, what are your expectations? So that's where it's you. That's where you would say practically it's you. On an emotional, yeah. Uh, on a regular basis, but not right, right. extreme. Right, right. Why, why, is, it why is it me? Because, so that, so let me say which way to go. If we should go from a... Uh, um, Okay, more, more. I'll just, I'll just try and explain it like this. Meaning, um, every, everything that we experience, every relationship that we have, um, is ultimately a reflection of, of, um, of something inside of us that we have. Which means, um, all, all the ability for, for people to, to, um, to, to, to listen to someone um, about something, or to hear something from someone, or to experience something with, some, with someone, is only how I, meaning you can have three, four different people, and they'll experience a, a situation very differently. Why? Because it's all based on my, you know, my perspective of the situation, right? So if I, um, if I have a, a, a loving, you know, uh, let's say traffic, Right? If I am, uh, you know, uh, someone who, who is uh, who's sitting in traffic, I could be very happy that there's traffic because um, I don't know. I, I, I don't. I want, I'm, I'm nervous about the meeting. I don't want to get to the meeting, so I'm happy that I have more time to prepare my speech for the meeting. So I'm very happy that I'm in a traffic. While the other guy, it, you know, doesn't want to be late. So he's very upset that he's in traffic. So, so that's true also in relationships. In relationships. That, are tough to have relationships with. that what? With people that are tough to have relationships with. That's my perspective, how to deal with that. Yes, exactly. Meaning if I look at it and say, wow, this person is going to help me have more patience. This person is going to write uh, Kibbut Aveim. A lot of people have that with Kibbut Aveim. <laughs> I, had, I had this... I had this, and I, and I, I, I mean, I had this with my father, um, you know, passing away, and when he was sick, you know, and, and people have this with parents, where, where the motivation is keep it of aim, which means it might be difficult sometimes for a person to have keep it of aim, 
but the motivate, but the, 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 the shift inside is, is if I'm just saying from a religious, spiritual, godly perspective, it's like it's an opportunity for me to help the person. So it's all internal, as opposed to if you, you know, oh gosh, you know, you roll your eyes. I got to deal with my father. I got to deal with my mother. I got to deal with situations. So that's a, a, another example where it's all inside of me, right? That's where Amuna would, would, would come in. To, you know, to, to play. But the point is, is that that's a proof that it's all a person. I mean, if a person has a, you know, like we said the other day, if you have a problem and you look at it as an opportunity, so then you're excited in the relationship that there's a problem. As opposed to if a problem to you is a terrible thing, so you have a relationship with someone that's a problem, and you're like, oh my gosh, so it's all in you. It's not in the person. That, that, that's, a, that's a way... That's an example. Thank you, Phil. for Yeah. And these are things I just want to say. Where if or if Hillel is saying is these are things that we we want to always uh, review and review and 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 remind ourselves. Something that we have to remind ourselves to say: What is life about? What is life about? Why do? Why can't I stand this person? Why does this person drive me crazy? Why do I constantly think about my future? Why do I constantly think about my future? Why am I constantly worried when I wake up in the morning, whenever it is, why am I always thinking about my son? Why am I thinking about my mother? Why am I thinking about why, why, why? Not in a bad way, just like, maybe it's me. Ask that question. Maybe it's me. I'm not saying it is me. I mean, it is you, but I'm saying at least, at least ask that question. Why do I keep on going back to that same thought? Why, why, why? And then when a person begins to understand, then he begins to become free. Because you become free because you realize that it's not the situation. It's not the money that is missing in your bank that's the problem. It's not your wife not cleaning the house or, or acting a certain way that's the problem. It's not your, your mother that talks to you a certain way that's the problem. There's something else that I'm missing. That's usually that's usually the way it works. You had a so. Yes, Yosef. Would, would Rebbe um, recommend for like having a person have their antennas on and like go around his day? You know, oh, this happened to me. Uh, okay. Or if something happens to me, now what am I going to do about it? Right. If a person, Yosef, if a person had a notebook for a month. And he would mark down every time he gets triggered. No, but that's after it happens. I'm saying to like proactively go around yeah, and saying. search. But like, dude, yeah, you don't have to search. You don't have to search. None of us have to search. You live your day, and then you mark down in, in a notebook the things that trigger you. You'll 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 be you'll be uh, you'll you'll have won the lottery if you do that. You'll understand yourself. You do that for a week. You do it for two weeks. What thoughts trigger me? If you say. What, this thought, because what happens is we, we really ultimately just replay the same thing in our brain. We're constantly replaying the same exact thing. It's the same things that bother us. New, new things don't bother us so much. It's the same exact thing. You, I, I could say to a, any of us here that you have, everyone has like their, their you know, buttons, we'll say. Everyone has their system. And this will bother this guy, and it won't bother that guy. This is going to bother this guy, right? You come home, right? right? And, and, and this bothers me every time I go home. This is going to bother you every time you walk in the room. Every time you go in the di- dining room, that's going to bother you. Every time you go to the base medrash, when you're driving the car, blah, blah. These are things that are constantly, it's the same thing. Your thoughts are the same thoughts. That's why people get, that's why people get despair. The reason people get despair is because they know the same thought. There it is again. I've had it for, and the older you get, the more the thought is like, is like, okay, I've had that thought for, I've had that thought hundreds of times and nothing's changing. But if a person, right, they say the altar from Kelm, I've said this many times, the altar from Kelm was able to know every thought that he thought during the day. Could you imagine that? Could you imagine a person saying, okay, this thought I want, this thought I don't want. By us, I think they say they're 80,000 or 60,000. I don't know, someone could look it up. 60,000 thoughts a day. Now, I don't know if those are positive. That's, that's the power of affirmations. 
the power of affirmations is I want to be the captain of my thoughts. I don't want to just be thinking, oh, okay, it's Tuesday morning, okay, it's 10.38, okay, whatever, right? You say the word whatever, you say the word this, it's the same conversation. It's Groundhog Day, if anyone's familiar. Yeah, yeah. Like, if I'm around someone who's lazy, right. and then I'm, I'm like, oh, I'm actually also, I'm the one who's lazy. Right. If I'm not me, then another person's not me. Right. I'm smiling, Right, right. Right, correct. And then you start seeing yourself. Because what happens is we usually just see the other person. We walk around, we say, oh, what a terrible day. What a terrible day. This guy did this to me. This is this. Did you hear the news about, you know, so-and-so? Oh. What a crazy world, and the government just passed this law or didn't pass this law, and the weather was this. Oh, uh, you go ahead and you say this thing and say, oh, what a terrible life, right? Now, that is someone who's living in, 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 a, in a movie. You're living in a movie. It's not true. You're saying things are not true. You're not upset because of the weather. You're not upset because of the traffic. You're not upset because of the government. And you're not upset because of your mother. And you're not upset because of this. You're, not, you're upset because you're upset. You have things that you're upset about. And then the, all of these things press against you. And they bring out that which you're upset about. And you're never really dealing with the root of the problem. That's why people could go ahead when they're 20, when they're 30. And this is one of the things that I always say. I have very bad news for everybody. The bad news for everybody. And then I'll say the good news. The bad news for everyone is you'll continue living your miserable life. There's no reason why you're not going to continue. That's the bad news. The bad news is you're going to continue living the life that you're living. That, that, that is a fact. Nothing's going to change. The good news is, is that you can change it. The good news is if you decide to have a better life and you say, I want to have a great marriage. I want to marry a healthy uh, girl intellectually, spiritually, mentally, whatever it is, emotionally. I want to marry someone who's like this. So what can I do now, these next few years? What can I do to build myself to become a more healthy person, to become a more honest person, whatever, whatever however you're going to describe it? How, what, what are the things that I can do? And it happens post-marriage also. You could do that when you're 30 years old, when you're 40 years old. You could say, what could I do to change my life? What are the things that I could do to make my life a better life? And it takes time. It could take a year. It could take two years. It could take five years. But if you don't do that, if you don't do that, you're going to keep on going in the same circle. And you'll keep on going in the same, um, you know, uh, you'll, be, you'll be stuck. You'll be stuck like a lot, a lot of, a lot of people, and you'll just make jokes about marriage. You'll make jokes about things, and you'll make jokes about, you know, different stuff, and you'll just be like, okay. And I'm sure you'll find other people as well to make jokes with about life. They'll be like, okay, great, yeah, it's okay, it's all right, yeah. We we all we're all in this together, and yeah, it's hard for me to make money. It's hard for me to have a good relationship. It's hard. Marriage is hard, and. And the government's the problem, and uh, uh, my mother's the problem. Oh, your mother's also the problem. My father's the problem. My this is the problem. And I had trauma, and everyone will say, yeah, I had a terrible childhood, and I had a terrible this, and my boss is terrible, and this and that, all that, etc. And then you live your life, whatever, and everyone, that's fine. You live, you live your life. That's not living your life. That's not living your life. I mean, it's living your life, but that's not truly living who you can live as. Yes. Ben. There was a study published in 2005 by the National Science Foundation. A little louder. Can you do a little louder? Study published in 2005. Yeah, it's hard to hear. By the National Science Foundation, and the article summarized that 80 that people have on average 60,000 thoughts per day, and also of those 60,000 thoughts, 80 percent are negative, right. and 95 percent are repetitive. Wow. So you hear what he said? There's 60, 60, th- he said there's, they, they, what is it? There's a study, thank you, that a person has about twelve to 60,000 thoughts a day. Of those thousands of thoughts, thank you, it's a very good, good, uh, 
statistics here, 80% of them were negative and 95% were exactly the same repetitive thoughts as the day before. That's amazing. I'm surprised it's, uh, surprised it's 95, surprised it's 95, correct. That's called insanity. It's called insanity. Keep on, I just thought of a new definition of insanity. Keep on thinking the same thoughts. <laughs> Not keep on doing the same things. Keep on thinking the same thoughts. Wow, I'm so proud of myself. Keep on thinking the same thoughts and expecting different results. Keep on thinking the same thoughts and you're expecting different results. Why would I have different results? I'm thinking the same thought. You get up in the morning. Here we go again. Blah, 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 blah. This one's bothering me. That one's bothering me. So what am I expecting for myself? Same exact thing. Amazing. Thank you, Ben. Let's go. Amazing. Thank you. Beautiful, beautiful. Yes, Rafael. Uh, to add that, uh, uh, Joseph's question, uh, preparing uh, mentally for situations, right. uh, that Salah Mikhail said, that even Aaron Koyen, says, Madrega, if you wouldn't prepare mentally how he would react when you heard that two of his sons died, there's no way that he would be able to do by Aydamara. Right. Even Aaron prepare himself for that situation right. mentally. Correct. In order to be able to do the Messiah. Correct. 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 And, and just what Rav Hill is saying on, on, and what Yosef was saying, is that, is that that's the importance of talking about it now and dealing with it now. It's not about when you have a problem, as Yona was saying before. It's not, it's not about when you have a problem. You're going to have problems in life. That's what life is about. You're going to have difficult situations in life. You're going to have challenges in life. If you don't, if you're, if you're not learning how to deal with those challenges before you have the challenges. Like I always say, the guy, the guy who, 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 is, who is driving like a maniac and he has road rage. So that person is not, his problem is not, is not the, the anger when he's driving a car. I guarantee you that that guy is angry when he's at home as well with his kids and with his wife and he has other stuff going on. It doesn't, it's not, it's not this guy's the most peaceful guy in the world and now he has road rage. A, a person like that is, we are, we are everything we are wherever we are. We are everything we, we are wherever we go. Wherever we go, we bring ourselves. Shimon, we're waiting for you, Shimon, yeah. How did I know? Shimon, come on. How long have we been in Sheer together, Shimon? I can taste it. I can smell it. Right? I can tell, Shimon. I felt the energy. This far. The holiness. Shimon Gold. Yeah, wow. Over this past month, I was in a learning program. One of the rabbis that we learned with was Rabbi Matalun from Orsamea. And one of the guys in the learning program asked me, I dominate, I dominate, I dominate for the things I want, and Hashem doesn't give me what I want. So right. What, what exactly am I supposed to do? You know, He's just giving me these problems. I'm dominating to fix the problems, but He's not fixing them for me, so I don't want to dominate anymore. So this rabbi said, you're, you're, you're mixing up everything. He's like, the, the point of, like, you think you get a problem, then you dominate to Hashem. Hashem just wants you to daven. The only reason why he's sending you with the little annoying things, the challenges... Right, is because he wants you to daven. It's only for you to be able to talk to him and build a relationship with him. Right. But if you're not building a relationship with him, he needs to send these little things in order for you to go ahead and say, Oh, Hashem, oh my gosh, like I, I need a new pair of shoes. Like, come on, please, give me some, give me some money. But in reality, it's, it, you think the tefillah is the means to the end, but... Yeah, yeah, no, no, good. The, the 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 problem is the means to the tefillah. Yeah. Meaning the problem is there to get you to the end, yeah. and the end is the tefillah, yeah, as opposed to the tefillah yeah. is the means exactly. to get something. Nice. It's not about consistency. Nice. But if you're persistent about it and you continue to talk to Hashem, then these challenges, problems, and 
Amazing, 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 right? Just to, just to clarify what Shimon was saying is that people misunderstand. It's a big Yisod and Tefillah is that they say that, that the reason that, that Hashem gives us problems is in order to daven, like Shimon saying, that, that the goal is to daven and the challenges that we have is to bring us close to Hashem as opposed to a person getting frustrated and saying, you know, the goal is to get answered from my prayers, from my tefillahs. And I'm not getting answered. You know, uh, I got to keep on davening. That, that, that's why you're saying if you daven first, then you don't need the problems. Beautiful, Shimon. Rabbi Shimon. Rabbi Shimon, who taught, yeah, yeah, he's spending, should go back and continue teaching, Shimon. Keep on teaching your, your, your wealth. Yeah, right? You agree, of course. Okay, beautiful. Okay, let's learn. To, yes, Yosef. Yeah, okay, that could be also, right? It could be that you, that, 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 that you have to understand what you're davening for as well. Correct, that could be. But that's a, that, that, that wasn't the point that he was saying. He's just saying the goal is v'ani tefillah, as David Melch says. Lehispalel, Shimon. That's why they, they say, Chazal say that it's lehispalel. Lehispalel means to become a tefillah. It should be lifalel. In Hebrew, grammatically, it should be lifalel. Lehispalel is that I become... <coughs> But tefillah is that that's the goal. The goal is to be standing in tefillah. That's the goal. The goal is not to, to accomplish something through your tefillah. The tefillah itself is accomplishment. Beautiful. Okay, let's learn a halacha. Yeah, oh, Svi. Yeah. Right, beautiful. Right, right, exactly. Right, Svi's saying, we said, he's quoting, what we said, I don't know, when we said this a few weeks ago, is that when a person is, is obsessively thinking, now of course, there are some people who suffer from OCD, and sometimes you need medication, whatever it is, right, and people have real um, obsessive, compulsive thinking, but, but ultimately, if you keep on thinking the same thoughts over and over and over and over again, a lot of times, like, Svi is saying that comes from a, from a laziness because if we're saying 85% of your thoughts or 90% of your thoughts are, are negative and 95% of your thoughts are repetitive, so then that's something that you want to accept and say, okay, wait. So, uh, so the natural flow of a person is the same thoughts over and over again and my thoughts are negative. Same thoughts over and over again and my thoughts are negative. So do I want to do something about that? You want, to, you want to ask yourself that question. Do I want to do something about that? Do I want to continue having the same thoughts over and over again? Or do, or do I want to change my thoughts? Okay, amazing. Yes, Maishi. Is that study going on, that study going on humanity as a whole? Or is that study going on our generation and the effect of what we've become the ultimate human? Yeah, I, I'm not sure. We could look, you could, Maishi, you'll do some research for us. Um, I'm not sure. I don't know, but it sounds it sounds very accurate. What I'm asking is, is that something that we're able to combat by changing the content that we're consuming? Right. So, so again, um, I think that I think that the way to change that, I think probably the only way to change that would be by by learning how to control. And this might get people a little bit nervous. Learning how to control. I'm not going to say control my thoughts but learning to control how I think. Whatever it is, whatever it is, whether it's the world, whatever the cause of the reason this is, right? I definitely would, would imagine it has to do with exposure to, to outside content, as you're saying. So that would be hard if you're listening to music and you listen to a song, right, many times. I'm not talking about your songs, Maisha. Those are... Those are amazing songs to listen, positive, uplifting songs, but those get into a person's head, right? Songs get into a person's head. That's part of the music, 
it's sort of they, there's a psychology behind it, how it gets in your head. So there's no question that we're affected. Right? That's why people, right? If you ever saw um, someone like uh, you know um, Rutsi Meyer, I don't know if anyone knows Rutsi Meyer is a big big tzaddik, right? Walking around, he'll never walk around in the streets. Stam, he's going to go through an airport. He'll put earplugs in his ears. Sounds a little crazy. He'll put earplugs in his ears. He'll make sure he can't see anything. He wants to protect himself from anything, right? He's not on Times. He's not in Times Square doing that. Why does he want to protect himself? Because he wants to be in full control of his thoughts. I don't want any. It's called machshava zaros, right? We want to be full. But when you've watched hundreds of movies, when you've listened to hundreds of songs. When you've watched hundreds of commercials, and then you're like, well, why does my brain play in if you had your mother talk to you and, and say things, your father talk to you and say things, and your Rebbe talk to you and say things, and you're in a world where you're exposed to all these thoughts, 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 and then you wonder why you hate yourself, right? Because if you listen to rap songs, right, and you don't listen to a song about loving yourself, and you don't listen to a song about the positivity of life, but you listen to the song about the crib and the and the you know and the and the drugs and the and the ba. You don't think that affects a person? Of course, it affects a person. You start thinking like that. You know, Coke. When you see a commercial of Coke, there's these people spend billions of dollars, right? Maisha, you know this stuff. You tell you tell me when I was growing up that I imagine right now as I said the word Coke. Right? I'm imagining a, a commercial. I have to be careful even what I'm imagining. So I remember the commercial, right? The guy's on the beach with a Coke and the outside bottle is sweating, right? And they're playing ball. Uh, well, what does that mean? That's not going to affect my thinking about Coke? How does it mean that Coke's good? But I'm saying, you don't think that that, that, that plays? And, and then they say, then everyone goes, yeah, but don't go to yeshiva because the yeshiva's going to brainwash you to tell you what life is about. Right, right. And the media and the world has, has, has spent hundreds of billions, trillions of dollars. You know what the problem is also, guys? You know what the problem is? The, the um, uh, watching things, I don't want to say it publicly so much, but it could be we have to say it. It ruins marriages. It ruins marriages. When a person can watch for, from, since he's a little kid, I know when a person begins to watch, unfortunately a person can begin watching uh, pornography and watching things. Forget about the Losa Surah I'm not even talking about between you and Hashem. I'm not talking about that. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about the distortion, how it could distort people in because they're fed. This is what it's about. This is what this is this is the way things are. These are relationships. It's the exact opposite. It's the exact opposite. And then people struggle. And the reason they struggle is because, is because they've been taken over by, by things. And instead of saying, okay, let me purify myself. Let me cleanse my brain. And let me, let me begin from anew. And let me think the thoughts that I want to think. Let me think the thoughts that I want to think. Let me wake up in the morning and let me see, understand what it is to have. Could you imagine if you spent... Your day, could you imagine if a person spent his day having just wonderful, sweet, good thoughts about everything? The problem is, where do I begin? So Maisha, you hit a very strong point over here, is that, is that the first step, I would say, the first step, I would say, is to filter, is for a person to learn to filter what's coming in. You gotta, you gotta first imagine how much content Am I, am I being exposed to? And what is the content that I'm being exposed to? What is, what is feeding my brain? What are the things that are feeding my brain? And again, I'm talking about affirmations for a reason. That's why I love affirmations, because what affirmations do is that it ch begins to change your thinking, and it begins to change. That's why we learn Hilchus Lashon Hara. That's why we're going to do it in a minute. The Hilchus Lashon Hara is, I don't want to talk about other people, I want to be a positive person. I want to be a positive person. I want to look around and love people. And even if I hate people, when I look at them, I want to understand that it's something that I got to fix and heal inside of myself. Maishi Kaufman, thank you. Maishi, thank you. Yeah, you still want to go. I feel like years of consuming 
Yeah. Right. Yeah, it's hard. Yeah. I, so, uh, so I'll be honest with you, Maisha. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't grow. Up, meaning, when I was 12 years old, again, we said it. When when do when have people here started with their first uh, smartphone, being able to access whatever they want um, on a smartphone? 12 years old. And every year it gets younger. No, but I'm asking, what is it, about yeah, 12 years 12, old? 12, 12, 13. So I'm saying, that means you're beginning development. People could watch these things even before, or be exposed to things even before they reach puberty. I think a person can, a person could be exposed to violence. I'm not just talking about all so A person can watch movies, horror movies, violence, uh, the craziness, over and over. And then a person wonders why he's, why he's a wreck. Why he's a wreck. So I, I don't know what the, I, I, honestly, I really don't know what to tell someone who's, who's been, you know, exposed to these things from, a, from 10 years old, 11 years old, 12 years old, till he's 20, eight years straight. I would say the first step is you gotta, you gotta take a break, you gotta clean your brain out and learn to, to listen to what's in your brain. I would start with that. I would say, what are my thoughts? What do I think about? What, what's in my head? If I don't turn on my Spotify, if I don't turn on my phone, if I don't, what, what, do, I, what, do, I, what do I think about? What are the first thoughts, you know, to sort of track yourself if you're really serious about it? Can you trust your thoughts at that point? No, I would not trust your thoughts at that point, no. It's not trust. First get them. First know what they are. What are my thoughts about myself? What are my thoughts about marriage? What are my thoughts about my future? What are my thoughts about today? What are my thoughts about anything? How can a person be objective? They're having 85% is negative, and then it's reoccurring. And they're also, and that's the default, right? They consume all that content. Right. Well, it's 95% the same. It's 95% the same thoughts. We could look it up again. 95%. Yeah, it's very high. How can you then trust yourself to make any decisions? Well said. That's why we learned the Silsi Sharam. That's why we want to uh, re wire our brains. I agree 100%. I had a guy in yeshiva, a chush of 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 a guy in yeshiva. Come over to me one day. I remember this. I'll never forget. I remember where we were walking. It was when we were learning up in the Moshav Shul. I remember we walked back uh, wherever, he was, wherever he was. And I said, he said to me, he says, okay, we're talking about marriages. He says, well, where else am I supposed to know how to eat? He had a difficult upbringing. He says, where else am I supposed to know how to have a good relationship? He asked me, Betamimus, how to have a good relationship if it's not from the movies that I've watched. That's what he told me. So he's basing his husband, uh, you know, and nowadays, right, what's it going to be? What are they going to tell you? It's husband, husband, right? That's what the world's going to feed a person. That's what the world is feeding a person. What's a relationship? Who's defining what a good, healthy relationship is to me? Who's defining that? That's why I say that. I want the tzaddikim to define that for me. I want the Ramchal to define that to me. I want the Torah to define that to me. I don't want some wacko from, from, from uh, Europe, no offense to Europe, but there are more wacko over there, or some wacko in Hollywood who's going to define to me the values of life, right? It's like when the, when the, poli- it's like when the, when the, when the actors weigh in on politics. Suddenly you have an actor who's a whatever is telling me how to live life. What actor do you know has a normal, healthy life that's been married with children and a family? They're all divorced, they're all on drugs, they're all whacked out. So I'm gonna listen to that, you know why? For one reason, because that's what the media and that's what the world has portrayed as something beautiful to me, and we've been brainwashed. We've been totally, totally brainwashed. And you have to un, you have to unlearn these things. You have to relearn these things. You know, a love. Someone says, "What love is? What's love?" You think of a song. You think of a movie, right? You think of feelings. Ha ha ha! Blah blah blah. Feelings, love. So then he's married, and then he thinks he's not in love. 
because he's not in a movie. You're not, not in love, you're doing great. You're in reality. You're not in, you're not in, in a movie. Okay, thank you, Mikey. Amazing, Mikey. I love it. Yeah, so, the, so on a practical level, the answer is, is that a person has to be very, very careful of what he's consuming. Be very, very careful. Right? When a person listens to the news, I remember back in my day, when a person listens to the news, and you hear that, that 20,000 people were killed in, you know, uh, in the tsunami, blah, blah, blah. That affects a person. When you watch the news, you listen to the news, and you hear this bad thing, and this bad thing, and this bad thing, and this bad thing, that affects a person. It affects a person. It affects... And I think we're all desensitized. Correct, correct, correct. That's what I'm saying. I can't even relate to you guys, because you guys, from the time you were 10 years old till now, so I don't know, honestly, I don't know. It's a, it's a good question. I said, someone mentioned the other day in Chile, says, oh, and then when we're married, I don't know what's going to be in 10 years from now, you guys. I don't know how it's going to have affected, I don't know. I really don't know. That's why I say I have bad news for you guys. Assume you're in big trouble. Now, at your age, you can go ahead and you can maybe make a, make a pull back a little bit and, and recreate something. I don't know. I don't know when someone says, what's a relationship? What does it mean to have a good relationship with a woman, to have a good relationship with a wife? I don't know how a person would define that. What are the values of having... I'm not talking about getting married. It's easy to get married. Getting married, you get married. It's, it's, it's living married and having a great relationship. How are you going to know that? How's a person going to know that? that? That's very dangerous. How's a person know to have a relationship with Hashem? How was the relationship with Hashem? How does he know that? Okay. Amazing. Okay, Rabbi C, you got to end this off, Rabbi C. You got to wrap this up. Just saying everything I wanted to say. <laughs> but, but I'll just say what I heard from uh, Jonathan in the name of Rabbi Kalish. Yes. That the A little louder if you don't Look at marriage as in love. So when the love ends, the marriage ends. But Wow. Wow. 
when a person does good, right, he wasn't spending 90 grand to In get order to get the two, right, well, beautiful. When, when you do what you have to do for Hashem, you will never, ever lose that. Beautiful, And just to, just to end off, um, the... Um, I, I think that what we could take out from today, from what we were talking about, is that, is that each and every one of us have the ability to choose the life that we want to live. That's, I think, the, the lesson as we're going to begin Monsieur um, Sicharm from the beginning. And I think that that's where people um, begin to create their happiness and all of us be, begin to create the, the life that we want to live. When I'm dependent on other people's thoughts, and other people's agendas for me versus me creating the life that I want to live. When a person realizes that I can create the life that I want to live, I could create the thoughts that I want to think, I can live that life and it's not dependent on other people, then you become someone who is really uh, creating his life. You're not a victim to circumstance, but you're an owner of your commitments. So Hashem will help each and every one of us, each and every one of us, as we always say, uh, your past uh, can only be helped by your present day, and your future can only be built by your present day. So either way you slice it, the, the avoda for each and every one of us is to try and create an amazing day, and to remember ultimately that this is the beginning of our life. If you look at your day and you say, today is the first day of the rest of my life. Today is the beginning of the life that I want to live. How do I want to live today? Hashem will help each and every one of us. It's always a pleasure. Have a wonderful day, everybody.